You're listening to the Radcast. If it's radical, we cover it. Here's your host, Ryan Alford. Hey guys, what's up? Welcome to the latest edition of the Radcast. We're still here at the Think Billions event in beautiful Palm Desert. I'm here with my good friend John Durante, Durante Equipment CEO. What's up, brother? What's up? Nothing. Happy to be out here. Hey, man. In in this beautiful home with our beautiful hosts. I know. Beautiful day. Been a lot. It could be a lot worse, right? It could be a lot worse. We're blessed, man. A lot of quality people, a lot of great spirit, a lot of great energy. I've been really impressed with just, I don't know. It's like been waiting for like that down moment. It hasn't come. It has not come. It has not come. (laughs) Uh, It'll come come tonight when it uh, ends. Yeah, I know. When I like hit the the pillow. But uh, it's been great getting to know you better. I'm excited to tell a little bit. It's been good with this Think Billions event, having people on and talk about their entrepreneurial journey. Um, the goods, the bads, the indifferent. Hey, it's the Radcast. We don't keep it all positive all the time. We want we want to give everybody the meat. You I got know. it all. I got it all. <laughs> you got it all. Let's talk about it though, man. I, I you know I know we could talk for an hour about your background, but let's let's at least give everybody a condensed version of kind of your business journey. Sure. So um, my my dad was an entrepreneur. Had his own equipment rental company growing up. And as a kid, all I ever wanted to be was him. I wanted to fill his shoes. I wanted to do exactly what he did. And that was my dream in life. And um, so in high school, there was a period uh, when I was a senior, I actually got up at 4.30 in the morning every day and went to work. And um, the school, I kind of went to them and said, guys, look, I'm not a student. Um, I have no desire to be a student. I am a great businessman. I don't want to be here. What can we do about it? And they wrote a program that they basically made me take two classes a day, middle of the day. So I was able to work all morning, go to school, two classes, go back to work, and I got credit for it. Went to college, went to a school far enough away that I could move out of the house, close enough that I can go to work every day. <clears throat> went to work every day for my dad. Started at the bottom, you know. And it's, it, I don't know if it was my choice, but it was definitely required by my dad. So it was, you know, something we did. I worked in every department, did every job, and by the time I was 20 years old, I took over my dad's business, and ran it for about six years. Uh, I. Um, I'd say I increased revenue about 40%, but I quadrupled profits mm. with a hey. 40% raise. So yeah, <laughs> that sounds it was, good. It was a great thing. Uh, sign me up for that. <laughs> right? Any day. Any day. Yeah. So then, you know, a billion, you know, a new company was forming about two years earlier that became the largest rental company in America, and they had offered to buy us out. Uh, and while we sold it, it was bad for me because the money I made from the deal I would have made within a few years, mm. it was great for my mom and dad. So it really was, a, for a family, it was a great opportunity uh, for them to retire at 54 years old. But then it put me without my dream of fulfilling my dad's shoes, you know? So literally, You couldn't go along with that deal as like a, some kind of sweetheart carryover? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. yeah. So um, I worked for them for about six months, realized it's very yeah. tough to work for somebody when you're an entrepreneur and where you... Uh, you know, you're trying to do the right thing every day and you're just fighting a corporate culture that doesn't allow it to happen. Um, literally, when I stopped working for them, the first week I literally paced my apartment hours a day. I'd walk to the wall and back to the other wall because I never knew not working. I worked seven days a week my whole life. That's all I knew. Was out for 10 years of the industry. In that 10 years, I started buying property. I bought Started with small condominium apartments and started getting some small apartment buildings. What area is this? And this is all uh, Westchester, New York. Okay. So White Plains, Yonkers, yeah. Mamaroneck, you know. Good place to be buying property. It was yeah. great. I was, living, yeah. I was living in New Rochelle in a basement apartment with no kitchen for seven years. 
and I was paying $300 a month in rent and I'm buying condos that had pools and gyms and my tenants were paying me $2,500 a month and I'm living for $300, uh, you know, and I did that for about, about five years before I finally started buying my own place and moving out and stuff. During that time, I also went to law school, got a law degree, got admitted in New York and Connecticut. I had a lawyer. You're a smart motherfucker, aren't you? To <laughs> but the funny thing is, Ryan, I was a bad student. I mean, okay. we could spend an hour on my stories just from high school. He's I love so this, like, man. I'm, I wasn't so, a good. St- I was the smartest kid in class, but yeah. I was a terrible Same AB here. student. Same here. Uh, yeah. Yep. I just never went to class. Oh, yeah. I went just to like I got ten points docked from the top because I you'd I'd miss as many days as you could to still go. Yep. Yep. You know, like because I hated yep. fucking sitting there. Yep. Oh god. Well, I went yeah. to my uh, my thirty year high school reunion a couple of weeks ago, and they had a few teachers there, which was cool to see. And one of them was my uh, science teacher. And science was a double period class. You had lab, you had the science class, and then the second period you had the lab. And so he says, John, he goes, I still talk about you to this day. I said, really? I go, why? He goes, you're the only kid I've ever had that would come to first period and cut the second period or cut the first period and come to the second period. I said, really? You've never had anybody? He goes, no. He goes, who's stupid enough to come to one of them and not the other? That's so, so. funny. <laughs> Oh, man. Thanks. So from that, uh, got the law degree. I had no intention of practicing. And the reason I went to law school, I had a bad attorney on a deal in my 20s. She missed something in a contract, and I almost lost what I had made. And um, it took me to a point that I said, you know what? Like, um, I'm at a point in my life now. My real estate's doing well. I'm making some money on it. I'm going to go to school and see what they know. Graduated with honors. So clearly, I could have been a student my whole life. Just didn't care to be. Um as I'm coming out of law school, I had no desire to practice. It was 08, and everything crashed. Mm-hmm. So my real estate, all my commercial stuff, I'm charging people half the rent just to stay there. All of my residential stuff, I'm evicting people, you know, two, three, four people a month, where it used to be one every two, three months. So I'm struggling to pay my bills, struggle to pay my mortgage. Um, and I realized I have this law degree. I might as well use it. So I opened up a firm, had it for two years. I did well with it. 100 clients in the first year was profitable, but it wasn't enough money to make up for the losses on the real estate. Mm. So as a side hustle, I opened up the equipment rental business that I hadn't been in in 10 years um, just to try to make some income. Took out a half a million dollar hard money loan uh, based off on the real estate that I had owned. And um, within, took on two partners and within 10 years grew it to 10 stores and sold it to a private equity. And within a month of opening it, I shut down the firm because I realized this is where my future, this is where my future was. Wow. That was it. That's crazy, man. Nice. A lot of layers there. A lot of layers. <laughs> a lot to unpack. Yep. I mean, Jesus. Like, give me the give me a little bit of the time frame there. Like when sure. when did that when did that sell take place? So the sale took place in 2019. Okay. Yep. A couple years ago. Yep. And then I opened up again in 2020 down in Florida. Doing the same thing. Same thing. Okay. Just moved. Just moved. Moved from New York to Florida. Yep. I was dragged there by my wife. By the uh, ears. I, by the ears, I say. What is it with, with New Yorkers going to Florida? Is it just because it's warm and it's on the East Coast? It's warm and it's on the East Coast. <laughs> it's, it's a known thing that that's where you go. Like if you're yeah. from if you're from the area we are of New York, you go to the East Coast of Florida. If you're from the West Coast of New York, you go to the West Coast of Florida. <laughs> Yep. So it is a thing. It I, I do go to Florida as a thing. I didn't know it was like yeah. that geographically yep. driven. Yep. Oh man, that's great. Yep. So uh I mean what's a lot of learning lessons there. Going through 08 was hard for everybody that yep. was in business then. Um what did you learn about yourself? So the one thing I learned about myself was well I'll tell you this, there was a great song um 
called Duck and Run. And I'm trying to remember who the heck it was. I, um, I'm going to look it up while we talk. Yeah. So Duck and Run and the lyrics really had a lot to me. And I don't know if you use music every now and then. but Oh, you know, yeah. I've used music several times to get through different points in my life. Oh, I'm a music junkie. I grew up, my dad to this day is still in a band. The Alfords are very musical. My oh, dad really? plays like seven instruments. Every I could play piano, guitar, like... Yeah, so uh, music is in my soul. So how many? What do you play? I play guitar and nice. and and took six years of piano. Nice. And I'm I, six months in on piano lessons right now. Yeah. Yeah. How's it going? It's going great. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's going amazing. I, I always I see I'm better at guitar now than I was piano, and I yep. never really took guitar lessons, but my dad taught me. Sure. Um, and piano. I wouldn't mind getting back into like I can get on there and bang a little bit, but like yep. I need to, I would need to get lessons again oh, like, yeah. to really get it back. Well, I have a funny story about that, which goes to the business <laughs> and the mindset of an entrepreneur. And we can, yeah. I'll, so I'll tell you. So in 08, 09, 10, yeah. this was the song Duck and Run by Three Doors Down. Oh, I remember. I didn't yep. know Three Doors Down, of course. And you know, the part of it was, it was saying, you know, this world can't, this world can turn me down, but I won't turn away. Oh no, I won't turn around. And then part of it says, uh, it says, I won't duck and run because I'm not built that way. And I listen to that song over and over and over again because I'm not built that way. When everything is gone, there's nothing there to fear. This world cannot bring me down, no, because I'm already here. And I, always, I played the song and I just kept saying, I'm here, I'm at rock bottom. I mean, I was eating Oreo cookies for dinner. I lived in a penthouse, of a tr penthouse Trump apartment. Couldn't afford to pay my mortgage anymore. And I'm eating Oreo cookies for dinner because I couldn't afford to like go to restaurants. I would... Uh, if I had a $70 dinner bill, Ryan, I was sick to my stomach that I spent $70 out on dinner. That's how bad it got. Um, and the funny thing is, you know, you look at so many entrepreneurs when we were younger and even now, you look at entrepreneurs that are on the verge of losing everything, everything. You watch their big business collapse, you watch, and then 10 years later, they're bigger, better, stronger. And as a kid, I was always like, how is that possible? How? That, that can't be. And I was brought there. Like, I was literally brought there. And it brings out the best in you. Like, it brings out the hustle and the fight and the... and the. We're way more resilient than we give our credit for, and some of us embrace that, and some of us, it just, you know, I think the... I don't want to say the winners and the losers. I'm no judge of who that is, but I think, you know, like, the distinguishment of those that have the grit. Grit's yep. one of my favorite words. Yep. You know, it's like... I love grit in employees and in people. Like, you got to have a little bit of grit to kind of get over it. And if you do, there's usually a pot of gold on the side, you yep. know? I mean, it's like yep. one way or another, a pot of gold of knowledge, pot of gold of physical money, yep. or, you know, everything. Yep. But just if you can get through it, yep. you know, and in the moment, it feels so bad. Yep. You know, I've been there. Yep. It's like, and God, it sucks. It does. It sucks. sucks. I don't wish it about anybody. Yep. But damn, it feels good when you get on the other side of it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yep. And, you know, and I do feel that there is a lot of luck involved sometimes, you know, because I got lucky that there was a stranger in my building that I'd become friends with that him and his wife loaned me half a million dollars on a signature. You know, it was hard money. It was a high it was a high interest, but it was there. And if I didn't have that, it wouldn't give me the money to start the rental business, which then grew to a bigger business. Um, you know, my business in Florida, I opened January 14, 2020. So weeks before the pandemic, weeks before the shutdown and. I mean, I got a year in and I said to my wife, I said, I don't know how we're not going to lose everything. Like, you know, I had invested everything. I borrowed a lot of money and uh, it was a really hard time to open up a business and a really hard time. It, 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 my ups and downs for the last three years are more than I've ever had in my life. The, you know, the depression of what the hell am I doing, trying to pull out of it. And then the highs when you get the wins. But there were three times now that I was 
at the brink of breaking and something came through that got bought me another nine months and I'm on the brink of breaking in. I'm running out of money. I'm running out of money to keep the business going and keep it afloat. And then something happened that was like, holy crap, I've been trying for nine months to get this to happen. And at the last minute, it happened three times. So you sit there and say, who's looking out for you? You know, because it didn't happen the other nine months. It happened at that point when I really was desperate and I really needed it. So uh, I do think luck plays part of it. You're putting yourself there. But, you know, if I didn't get that, if that didn't happen, three months later would have been a way different story. I'd be telling a way different podcast right now, you know? I have a saying, John, it's uh, the harder you work, the luckier you get. True. Very true. <laughs> Very true. You know, it yep. finds you eventually, yep. you know? Yep, 100%. Uh, it, it's not, and I can tell by getting to know you, uh, it's not accidental. It's, <laughs> uh, you know, the grit, the resolve. Uh, and the smarts to kind of get on the other side of it and eat some damn Oreos, you know? Like oh, sometimes yeah. we got to eat Oreos, yep. you know? And you know, the most humbling thing was, and again, I had a beautiful apartment, even though it was it was deep into Westchester, New York, which is basically it's on the mainland USA. You have the Bronx, which is part of New York City. Bronx is on the mainland. Everything else is on the islands. And then you have Westchester, which is right after the Bronx. So I had a beautiful view of Manhattan from my apartment. I had the bridges. I had this amazing apartment. Couldn't pay my mortgage. And it's good. I still have the apartment today. I was able to keep it. Oh, wow. I, I got out of, you know, I, I, you I got, rent it? got my credit, have it rented now. I got my oh. credit score back up, but I had to rent my guest bedroom to a stranger. And I'm in my thirties, I'm in my mid thirties, having to rent my guest bedroom to a stranger on Craigslist for two grand a month just to pay my bills. And then that was probably the most humbling part of my life is coming home to my home that I don't want somebody in. And she was she was a pleasure. She was a professional. I think sure. she worked like IBM or something, you know. Um, kept to herself, was quiet. So it was a good experience, but it was just humbling to be forced to have that in your home and, and, and do it and, you know. You know, I mean, sometimes those experiences are what makes it, you know, like yeah. it's... Yep. It just teaches you to be that much more thankful, you sure. know. It's we true. take a lot for granted, you know, we all do. But yep. uh, where are you wanting to go with the business now? So this, this is now. The growth <laughs> plan is I would love to do uh, 10 stores is yep. my first step of my game plan, you know. And yep. uh, I look at it and say, you know, I opened up a we're doing great. We're doing, yep. uh, you know, just under 10 million in revenue in three years, which is amazing during COVID. <laughs> yeah. During COVID, yeah. and I, and it's profitable. It's you know it's it's finally cash flow positive. That took three years, but I look at it and say if I could do the one during COVID, why can't I do nine more just like it? Put the systems in place, put the right people in place, find them find the money, which is what I'm I'm hustling for right now. Um, yeah, that's my plan is to really replicate it. Then I have no plan past ten as of today, yeah. because I don't want to say I'm gonna have a hundred, I'm gonna have three hundred. Ten is a great goal for today. And then as I start to get five, six, hopefully, then I'm so okay, 10, let's, go, let's figure out the 20 plan. Let's figure out the 30 plan. I love it. Did you get any nuggets this weekend? I did. I got a lot of nuggets. <laughs> you know, my, one of my biggest things was um, I've really been working on my culture, and it's getting hard because I've always been a really good boss and a really good leader. And I was generous with the employees, with pay, with benefits, with time off, and that bought me loyalty. It earned me loyalty. I'm not going to say it bought me loyalty. It earned yeah. me loyalty. And loyalty has disappeared. Mm -hmm. So it's become now the goodness leads only to be taken advantage of. Mm -hmm. And I refuse to not be good. Like I refuse to not be a good leader and a good boss. So I need, I either need to find the people that appreciate that and want that and want to be there. Or I got to, 
That's really the only Rethink option. Rethink the model. That's the <laughs> yeah, only option. Yeah, and I, I don't I don't want to change myself because the yeah. world has changed, you know? No, no, you don't want to do that. Nope. Uh, so my, so my piano story, Ryan. Yes, I want to so know. So I'm six months into piano lessons, and my teacher comes to me, and she wants to have a recital at somebody's house, like a, you know, a nice older uh, adult party, cocktails, and a recital. She goes, will you play? And I said... I will do this one time for you. And it happened to be this weekend. So I had to cancel because oh, we no. decided, decided oh, yeah. to come here. Yeah. And so I said, I will do this once for you. She says, yeah, but why not every year? I said, because I'm not learning piano to play for other people. I said, she says, what are you learning for? I said, I want to play for myself. She said, well, don't you want other people to hear you? I said, I could care less. You know? And she goes, well, you're afraid? I said, no, I'll sit down in front of anybody and play <laughs> today. I'll play hot cross buns if I got it. You know? <laughs> but I said, no, it's not, it's not why I'm doing it. So she goes, okay, what song do you want to play? I said, I don't know. I said, maybe Angry Young Man by Billy Joel. I don't know if you know Angry Young Man. Yep. Billy Joel is wailing on that piano in the beginning of the song. Yeah, banging. And so she goes, I don't know if I know it. So I get on my phone. I play it for her. And she sits there and goes, John, she says, you're six months into piano. That's Billy Joel. She's like, you cannot play that song. I said, why not? Teach me. And she's like, John, that's Billy Joel. Like, you know? Yeah. And so finally she convinced me that I can't play that song. Okay. And so this is a Friday afternoon. So um, she leaves. Saturday morning, I get up early. I download the music. I download some videos. And it took me about a half an hour, but I got the notes. Not fast, but I was able to play the sequence of so notes that played it. it. Yeah. And I had my eight-year-old, Daniela. I had her record it for me, and I sent it to the teacher. And she texts me back. She says, okay, maybe we'll try this. <laughs> and I got it. I oh, got wow. it. I got it. Now, if he's, if he's hitting, you watch him play. If he's at 100%, I'm at about 87%. Okay. But it's still pretty uh, damn good, pretty Ryan. Damn like, good. you no, hear it? I, yeah. yeah. No. And as fast as I think I get, I keep recording myself and I play it. I'm like, crap. Like, I'm not there yet. Do you have rhythm? No. Do you hear? Can I don't. You, I don't really, yeah, okay. To me, Ryan, it's funny. This drives her crazy, too. I don't have musical talent. Yeah. To me, it's a video game. <laughs> so I'm watching the notes as they come up, as you would any other game. Yep. And I need to hit that key at the right moment, at the right hardness or the right speed or the right you know to yeah. make it to make it work hey you know but something tells me you you put your mind to anything you'll get it done try to <laughs> <laughs> try to john where can everybody keep up with you the business durante yeah all that stuff so right now um the only place is really facebook and linkedin okay i don't have instagram i don't have snapchat i don't have tiktok i don't have anything i'm learning from this weekend that i really should be looking at that stuff you know? <laughs> I'm, I'm not a self-promoter I, yeah. I told you before we started oh, I'm, I'm very much an introvert but you're um, good on the mic man i think you need a podcast thank you yeah you, but you know but you the, the problem is like it's just so not my not you it's not me so yeah. and it's not even my comfort zone it's just not something that i look to do yeah uh, I enjoy doing it. Like, I love the conversation yeah. we're having. It's great to be able to tell my story. Uh, it's nice. Like, as an entrepreneur, many of us, unless you are self-promoting yourself, you don't get the chance to tell your story that often. Yeah. And you don't get to talk about it. And, you know, a yeah. lot of us don't celebrate our successes. That's the thing. Yeah. That's you, have to, you have to break down that wall to do it, you know? Yep. John, it's been a pleasure, man. Same here, Ryan. Thank you so much. Hey, guys, you know where to find us, radcast.com. Look us up. You'll see today's episode and all the highlight clips. I'm at Ryan Offer on all the social media platforms. I'm blowing up on TikTok. So go follow me over there. We'll see you next time on the Radcast.